when you're in VR, it takes everything and put adds depth to it. You can look at something mm. and you can feel the size of it. So driving mm. in the first leg of the world race and looking up at the loop there, it felt as big as when I was standing in Chicago looking up at the Sears wow. Tower. Like yeah, looking wow. at you're like you're looking like that's tall. And so like you're yeah. driving it and like you look up and you're like, dude, this loop is huge. Hello and welcome to the Squared Corner Podcast. I am your host, JC Squared, and I will be interviewing different guests from the Hot Wheels community and beyond. This is episode six in the series, and I will be having the guest of Z-Storm Games, aka Storm Garage. Welcome in. Woo, thanks for having me, JC. I appreciate it, appreciate it. Glad to be here. Awesome. Glad that you're glad because this is a good, this is good, this is fun. Um... <laughs> Terrible first start. All right. How how do we go into this? How did you first find Hot Wheels? Uh, Hot Wheels itself or like Acceleracers? Just, stuff? How, Hot Wheels I'd say Acceleracers. Let's do Acceleracers. Acceleracers. Oh, uh, I'd say Highway 35 is probably where I first started. When I, was, uh, when I was a little kid, my grandma used to take me to flea markets. And there was this one flea market up in the like northern part of our state that we went to. And for some reason, they had this amazing display of Highway 35 cars. They they put them on a rack and they shaped them in the shape of a nitrox bottle in the in what? the in the rack so they oh that's so cool they shaped them in a what? nitrox bottle and so i like i saw it and i was like this is so cool and so like i'd be looking at them and I'm like oh my god there was hundreds of highway 35 cars just racked up oh there it was full to the brim of highway 35 cars and so i'd always ask my grandma i'm like grandma i need one of those grandma i want one of those because i saw it and on it there was a thing in it that said you could play with the cars online and this is before i even knew there was a tv show or a movie or anything oh, yeah. like that and I was like, I just want to play with the cars on, on the internet, Grandma. And so we got it. And then I registered the car online for the uh, the Planet Hot Wheels racing thing. Mm, and then I was just yes. like, and then I was just like, oh, yeah, make sure to watch episode one, Ring of Fire. And I'm like, a movie? And I was like, excuse me? And then we went to Kmart <laughs> and I got the El Camino and Dune Rats pack. But that was yeah. the second episode. So we got that. And I was like. Well, this isn't the right one. <laughs> <laughs> we got the second one. We need the first one. <laughs> but that's so funny. Yeah, that's that's pretty much how it started out for Highway 35. And then I didn't even know there was. I just after that, I was like, oh, that's cool. I stopped. And then one day, I was randomly, I like it was late at night, and I went on Toonami on Cartoon Network, and it was like Ooh, Hot Wheels yeah. Accelerators Episode Two, uh, the, like a Speed of Silence or something. And then all of a sudden, I just saw like I saw the Metro Realm, and I was like. Whoa, 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 whoa! What you, wait, this is Vert Wheeler from what Highway Thirty Five. <laughs> what is going on? I'm like, I'm like, back it up a second. I need to figure out what I'm watching right now because I had it was yeah. just it just slapped in my face from Toonami, and then and then I watched all the Acceleracer stuff at that time, and that uh, awesome. I didn't I didn't even I didn't even really get into Acceleracers. I bought my mom bought me a Audio Six drone with the Hyperpod with the with the Storm mm. Realm. And mm. that's all I watched at the time. I didn't even watch all the Acceleracer stuff. I watched the first one and the second one. And then that was it until I recently got into it again. <laughs> this man, y- y'all have been waiting for a fifth movie. This man didn't even know there was a third one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. All right, let's move on into the beginning of your content creation career. What made you want to start doing it? Um, So I'd say... Probably one of my biggest inspirations was Tobuscus or Toby Games way back at the time. He was doing um, just like Happy Wheels videos and Minecraft videos and stuff. And this was all back in 2013. I started doing content creation in 2013 until like through high school, but it didn't really go that far. I kind of got myself stuck in a corner mm-hmm. as far as content goes. Um, so I stopped doing that for a while. And then I started up Storm Garage in 2019 or 2020, as you know, because that's how mm-hmm. we met. Um And then that kind of just went downhill as I felt a little burnt out and everything started getting really expensive with cars. And I just didn't want to, I just didn't want to do it anymore. It was so much money dumping in and I just wasn't getting any return on my content, which, you know, when you go into it, you're not supposed to look at it like 
you know, oh yeah, I just want to make money on it. But I, I did. I wanted to turn my content. Uh, yeah, into a I, job. I think it's okay. Me and Cobol, I uh, have talked about this. It's like, look, we're here to make money as well as make awesome content. <laughs> yeah, like when you when you go into really pouring yourself into it, you'd like to see something out of it. Um, yeah, but it's but it's hard sometimes because when you do go really high effort it seems in this day and age that your stuff gets seen a lot less than if you just yeah. slap together the most jank, dumb <laughs> meme, everything. And you slap all the memes together with no effort. <laughs> so and next true. thing you know, you got a million views and it's just like, all right, YouTube shorts. Anyone? Yeah. YouTube yeah, shorts? yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> both, both of, both of us recently with our experiences with uh, exactly. shorts that we've been doing. And the, yes, like, like... I know it's, it's so funny. Uh, so, so if you don't, know what we're talking about real fast is that we're talking about the whose stuff is series stuff and i actually stole mine from the idea from andrew francis the verse uh, the vert wheeler voice actor and he started doing hey guess the voice and i was like oh that sounds like a cool idea i could do that for the accelerators characters and then z's over here like hey that's a good idea i could do that for my <laughs> vr stuff <laughs> and, it, and, it's, and it's been working it worked really really good it works good yeah yeah um so i guess you actually kind of went a little bit further than i was expecting with that answer um i wanted to know what made you start storm garage uh and what made you work on the joker miata in the first place what got you into that um i guess i uh i had first i had owned a, a 2003 honda s2000 and s2000 was a car i kind of had always wanted uh so yeah, i had what? i had this super clean Ooh. uh yellow s2000 um, I'll send you a picture of it if you want to throw it up. I but have I to see that. But yeah, I had the super clean S2000, but I was I paid for part of it in cash, but the rest of it I was paying like on a loan and it just got to be like mm. a lot of months. So I'm like, I want an S2000, but cheaper. And I was like, Miata. Mm. <laughs> Miata. Because <laughs> I wanted, I want. It's the meme. Exactly. It's the meme. Exactly. <laughs> and so I went ahead and I got a, uh, I got a Miata. It was a janky Miata. I got rid of that Miata. Mm. But then I, I found a really good deal on this Miata uh, when it was red and everything. So I picked it up and I'm like, you know what? I got this for such a deal. I'm going to take some money and I want to go ahead and make this like my project car that I do in my lifetime before I get too old and I don't want to do this stuff anymore or I can't do this stuff mm. anymore because of a family. So I was like, well, if I'm going to go ahead and do all this stuff, I'm going to freaking, I'm going to document it. Like, like I want my yeah. kids to be able yeah. to see it one day or something like that. People to be able to see it, regardless of what happens, I'm going to record all of what's going to be going on mm. with this. So I went out and bought a GoPro, my first GoPro. And then I just went from there and next thing you know i started putting everything together for storm garage and i was like oh man i miss content creation because at this point it was like mm. 2020 and the last time i did something was 2016 was the last time i seriously I did okay. something and i've always yeah. been i've always liked creating stuff so yeah that's kind of how things started with the joker miata and it was a good branding my colors i'd always loved purple and green purple and green work mm -hmm. together they're mm -hmm. comp you know complimentary colors they look amazing they do it's, it's, something about your shirt looks really good uh, it's uh, the, the, the wild shirt at jcleg 103 or 2.redbubble.com otherwise <laughs> my my redbubble shout out okay uh, jc like does that mean you like legos what crazy okay no that's just <laughs> of course of course um but yeah it, it just kind of it all worked together and i was like dang this could look like a really good brand too so i like i got someone mm -hmm. to make my logo and everything and it all just looked super clean and i liked the way it looked and mm. so i just kept going with it but yeah you know push comes to shove it just became a lot a lot of my time for nothing i never once got a paycheck from storm garage i didn't make it to monetization oh, wow. i didn't make it to anything so it was a lot of a lot of work into that and a lot yeah. of busting my knuckles on my car breaking it and like i was just like ah i'm so yeah. done with that at the time <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that you know, I was actually going to ask you about that because you had actually gotten on a couple of car pages because of your memes yeah. on Instagram. So your your Instagram was really popping off for that. And then when you went into um, doing podcast interviews for that on Instagram Live, I think it was, I was like, wow, this guy's going really ham over here. What's going on with this? And and apparently you weren't even making any money from that. It was just literally just people just coming out to yeah it was just showing off the memes <laughs> i i figured out that the memes That's really it. i like those got a lot of attention i'm like every yeah. post was thousands and thousands of likes mm -hmm. on like everything and it pulled a lot of people into my instagram but 
Instagram didn't transfer over to YouTube very well. Yeah. The Rice or Nice mm. videos did really good. Those got like, you know, like 20,000 views, 10,000 mm-hmm. views. Um, but it didn't really matter because like, I don't know, it still didn't hit monetization goals. You need to hit that 4,000 yeah. watch hours, which is so. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So I hated much. that so much. So you guys, if you don't know, YouTube has a monetization system where until you hit 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 watch hours in a year, like you can't just have it accumulated over time. It has to be in a year. Then that's when they go through a process of saying, oh, maybe you can become a, a partner basically with us. I don't know if it's really partnership. It's just more of you can start making money here. And it took two years for me, I think, to get to that point. I almost went as far as um, my infinite loop video, my my second one that did really well, actually started to stop counting for those watch hours in the very beginning. Like you would see me lose watch hours every single day as I was really close to 4,000. I'm like, please, someone watch these videos. <laughs> this is like, we're almost there. This thing needs to happen now. I am so done with this crap on YouTube. Uh, but but like once you hit it, it's like, oh yeah, it's all free reign and you can do what you want sort of. It's, it doesn't feel like you're you're having to make long form videos that one person watches an hour or whatever. It's 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 very ridiculous, that's for sure. Yeah, it didn't used to be that way in the early days of YouTube. Back in 2013, it was you upload a few videos and you literally click apply for monetization and you would instantly get accepted. And the only reason why you wanted to get monetized at that time wasn't even for the money. You had to get monetized to upload a custom thumbnail. To be able to put your own... <laughs> To be able to put your own <laughs> thumbnail on a video, you had to be monetized. Otherwise, Olden it was days, man. yeah, dude. That was the, the glory. Oh, I I had done YouTube with my very first channel ever in 2008. I did YouTube actually. Wow. Um, wow. But but I only uh, it was three dumb videos in the channel. It was called Skate on Your Mommy. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know why. <laughs> an eight-year-old's dream i have no clue why there's zero nothing about skating (laughs) nothing about anything no clue why i named it that it was dumb there was a few airsoft videos and that was it that was it that is so funny yeah i was oh (laughs) okay we gotta move on i don't know where (laughs) um so so when did you uh meet me and spoilers did y'all did you actually did you meet spoilers first or me first i forgot i think i i think i met spoilers first because there's one day i was just randomly browsing youtube for something completely different i think i was watching mighty car mods and on the right side Mm. of my thing i think popped up says how else highway 35 makes no sense i'm like why is that there Ah, why did that pop into my recommendations i'm like i'm gonna (laughs) click it and i watched this video i'm like dude this guy's got some on-point editing. I'm like, yeah. this is awesome. And then I found the mm. accelerators makes no sense. I'm like, oh, I was like, all right, I got to watch go. this. <laughs> and so I watched those. I messaged him. And, and that was at the time that I was like in the middle of doing everything with Storm Garage. And I, so I was like, mm-hmm. dude, we should do like, uh, like I messaged him on Discord. I'm like, we should do a podcast together or something. Yeah, yeah. So, something like that. And then I uh, and then I, I have no clue. I stumbled into into your channel. Um but I remember the first thing I ever saw of yours was you posing in front of your Civic, like, oh, uh, like on your. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. No way. That, was that, the first... that Instagram post was, was the first thing you saw of me. was the first thing oh, I ever God. saw of you, of you posing in front of your Civic. And I'm just oh, like. Oh, that's so funny. I just did an oil change and we, had, we did a meme. I was I was getting my buddy's big. He has like an Escalade or not an Escalade. It was a big, big uh, Tahoe. And I took his tire and I put it where mine was. And then I posed like, what's up? I just changed my oil. Yeah, I'm a cool car guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a real guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how that happened. And then um, and then it led us doing the Bolts and Dolts podcast, which was a lot of fun. Yes. It, was, it was a lot of it was a lot of uh, work at the time, though, because um, we mm. didn't have this thing. We didn't have Riverside. This is a cool this is a cool thing that you got set up yeah. here for podcasts. But I did a little little research. That's all. Just did a little research. A little research. <laughs> I guess we could have done a little research. We could have. But I do think <laughs> I think Riverside didn't come until after the the thing, the thingy thing thing in 2020 that I don't want to say because it's the thing of of youtube demonetization um i don't think it actually was around back when y'all did the podcast i don't think so either i think it's a recent thing because i know some other people in the vr community started using this as well 
Yeah, I think this came up as an alternative because of Zoom and all of these different platforms started getting big. And I think Discord was where we used to try to record podcast content. How did you, How did actually, how did y'all record before? Did y'all try using Discord or what? So, you- yeah, we used Discord. And what I did for Discord is I took a Discord screenshot of how it would be for three people. And then I moved it mm-hmm. into Photoshop and I cut it out and I made a, a thing that would go around mm-hmm. our three windows. Mm-hmm in photoshop and that's and that's pretty much how we just did our podcast was in photo or in gotcha. discord yeah how many episodes did y'all get i think y'all only got like three. two we only did two or three two or three it wasn't two or three it wasn't i know it was it was like yes this is gonna happen and then i think just stuff life <laughs> yeah there is so we we just didn't get a chance to line up to do another episode and mm-hmm. you know i was so busy doing so many things i was working my other job yeah. so it was Another job was oh, real yeah. stressful, so it was uh, it was a yeah. lot of that. <laughs> so when did you when did you quit your job? By the way, to start working on just content creation. Uh, that'd be probably December, November, November, December mm. of last year, something like that. Wow. So, so that's crazy. It's been uh, yeah. So you're I, really it's been you're six really months, into huh? it now. It's just like, <laughs> hey, go support my boy. Otherwise, he's gonna not eat tonight. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much pretty much is how it happens. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna have enough money for next week. I'm like, I need to stream these next three days hard. Yeah, yeah. If I don't, yeah. I won't be able to pay for food. <laughs> so it's such a different mindset. I'm over here like, yeah, I stream for fun, and you're over here like, JC, if you don't get on right now, I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's move on from that. And uh, I wanted to actually ask you, what it, do you think the difference between car culture and Hot Wheels culture? Uh, are since you're a big car guy haven't actually worked on one uh or do you think they actually are synonymous i think a lot of it does mix together um especially the fact of a lot of the new main lines as i've recently started Mm. camera 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 stop hang on my camera Camera. hello camera camera there we go okay um (laughs) so (laughs) i recently you know recently started collecting and doing more things um and i really saw in the main lines like kind of like all the actual new car culture type of things with everything Mm -hmm. that's coming back with the miata rx7s everything that's really getting into like the stance culture just the car culture in general that's popular nowadays and i see it translated into hot wheels very well um and i see people buying those types of things but as far as like fantasy castings go in the areas that we are at with fantasy casting Mm -hmm. i feel like that doesn't translate at all into car culture i feel like Mm. there's no people look at be like oh yeah i got a dr2 and they're like uh what's that i don't know what that is or you know anything any of these fantasy cars people would be like oh what the heck is that i i know the el camino and the camaro but the rest of that doesn't matter you yeah, know. and what's funny is the Loop Coupe is a Hyundai. <laughs> the Loop Coupe is literally just a Hyundai that's oh, it? <laughs> body kitted. Yeah, it's literally just a Hyundai. So I think that's that is quite funny. Um, that it, it seems like custom cars and all of that don't, I guess not. Tra- they they just don't translate as well as as cars themselves. Like for example, you said you had the S two K, and one of the Hot Wheels designers had a yellow S2K as well. It was, and he passed away. His name was Ryu Asada. So he was a big, big proponent of that. And the you know, Ryu- there it is. Yeah, there you go. Wow, you found it. The S2K. No. Yeah, the yellow yeah, S2K. Yeah, the one I so. busted with no wheels on it anymore. I'm sorry. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I think it's funny because um, that's literally a designer car, even though he passed away. But it was like, uh, me and Reese talked about designer cars and how, they're they're sought more after even though they're real life cars and i guess we don't see a lot of fantasy builds enough maybe in yeah. car culture not when anymore it, at it's least it's usually you usually when you see it it's more like oh look at my piping on my exhausts or look at these turbos or look at how i've uh, gotten this much horsepower out of the car that looks like a firebird or something like that and it's like, oh, that's really big for car guys. But for Hot Wheels guys, we want to see different um, designs. We want to see new crazy things. You don't see crazy spoilers on stuff as much. Um, I think it's crazy. I mean, it's it's sort of funny, but it's also like, I guess it became too cringe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, in, in <laughs> a way, uh, I, I definitely see that. Something, I'd say something like the olden days would be like a fantasy casting that people 
did love and did care about that people kind of went into fantasy a little bit it would be a good old example mm-hmm. of twin mill you know twin yeah. mill is fantasy casting but it mixed fantasy and reality by at the time you could look at the casting and be like oh it's got yeah. two big old chevy v8s on it mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. like the muscle heads of the time are like oh that's cool those are two big v8s yeah. that are on there that's awesome i don't know what this car is but now i do type of thing mm-hmm. and, and it could yeah, mix yeah. both worlds whereas nowadays you see uh uh, a stegosaurus as a hot wheels car and you're like what is that and you're like what i don't know <laughs> i mean it's like it's like it's cool but it's also it doesn't translate well into real life as as much as as some of the other fantasy castings i get you yeah um what's what's interesting to me is a lot of those older fantasy castings you brought up twin mill were concept cars from the time but they were concept cars without the big two chevy v8s in them so Twin Mill was actually a, a concept vehicle that looked more sleek without those engines. And it's because of that, that car people could say, oh, yeah, I remember seeing that at the Motorama or something in Detroit. And now, oh, I see this cool version that Hot Wheels has made. And it's like a different version of something they've seen, sort of. Hot Wheels was uh, a lot more involved with the actual consumers at that. In early 2000s, you could tell that they really really cared about the consumers but now they're more about it feels like they're more about just like making money type of thing than they are about really as all businesses should be it's just yeah yeah but i mean at the time at the time like they would sink money they're like oh 35th anniversary we're gonna dump a ton of money yeah. into building dior yeah. too we're gonna yeah. dump a ton of money in uh into building all these cars yeah. and turning them into real cars just for a show and that's where the hot wheels legend tour is a really cool thing that they yeah. started doing that is like all right hot wheels props you're like you're actually yeah. interacting with you know with this generation getting out there and, and meeting all these people mm-hmm. like that's a really step forward in the in the right direction i think yeah yeah i i agree um the only mistake they made was for the 50th anniversary they said we're gonna make a hot wheels car real life hw50 it's been five years <laughs> It should be 55 now. (laughs) (laughs) It would have to be. Um, All right, let's, yeah, let's move on. Um, What got you back into, no, actually, you know what? We kind of answered that last time with the Hot Wheels community. You got back in by finding spoilers. So let's go into your moving in from Storm Garage and you said, all right, this isn't working out. Let's go into Z Storm Games, which is actually your second second channel that you've ever made or first channel z Z storm i I consider z storm technically my first channel because it's the first channel i applied any effort into okay Um, so yeah let's move on into that what what got you into your z storm games um so like i was saying before you know i did everything originally with z storm games kind of didn't work out too well put it to the side um but in the midst of everything with uh storm garage I found I had found virtual reality back in 2016. I had bought one of the original VR headsets and I was like, yeah, it's a ton of mm. cool, played it a bunch. But at the time, I never thought about doing any recording. Um, but recently, or like um, during Storm Garage, I was doing the Z Storm Gate or I was starting to play VR games again. And I found one that was a battle royale game. And I was like, wow, I've never I've never actually been good in a multiplayer game competing against Mm. other people never once i was like i was always Mm. subpar always like fourth or below in this game i was actually dubbing it coming in first doing this doing this getting at the point of being able to play at competitive levels and i'm like i'm like this is really fun i should i should go ahead and there were so many funny things happening in this game while i was playing it and i'm just like well i should go ahead and record this so i could make some funny moments Mm. videos because i loved Mm -hmm. i loved making little montages and they're always fun I'm like, well, if I'm going to record it, I might as well stream it so that mm. that I can just take those the recordings down and edit them. I'm like, it'll be the mm. same thing, except for people maybe will get to see me play. I'm like, that'd be kind of fun. Uh, yeah. And so I started streaming. And the next thing you know, in a, in a few months, I had three, four hundred followers um, uh, on Twitch because I had just started on Twitch there. Dang. And I tried bringing people back from like my old YouTube community on Z Storm Games because it was basically dead channel, even though it had like mm-hmm. 1.8K subs or something like that. It was just laying there dead. Um, so a few people came back, like maybe 10. <laughs> 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 um, but we went ahead and, and uh, did that. And it kind of just evolved that I told myself, I'm like, well, I'm not going to dive super headfirst back into doing stuff for youtube Mm -hmm. i'm like i like live streaming i like clicking a button and going live and playing a video game 
and yeah. pushing buttons and doing fun things to entertain people live. I don't want to edit anything. I don't want to be forced mm. to edit things. Mm. Um, like that's what killed my love off last time for content creation. I'm not going to edit anything. You know, uh, next thing <laughs> leads into yeah. mm. a lot later. I'm like, hmm, maybe I should do some more YouTube stuff. And then, uh, <laughs> and now I'm trying to balance both of them. Um, yeah. And after a year of doing that, I was like, all right, I still enjoy doing this. I'm not burnt out yet. Let's try and do it full time. I need to push, I need to go mm. absolutely to the wall and try this. Yeah. Wow. All right. That's cool. Uh, so I actually have been loving the VR videos that we've been doing. Uh, technically, you've been doing. I just live stream my pancake. <laughs> uh, and I wanted to ask you, what is it like to drive on Highway 35? Dude, it is. It is. Oh, my goodness. Like, it's so hard to explain how VR gives you a new depth to things. So, like, me sitting mm -hmm. here, being able to look at my microphone and be like, yeah, it's this size. Like, you can picture it. But yeah. if I look at you on the screen, I can't tell what size you are. I see a flat yeah, I image touch. of you. <laughs> I, I, I just see a flat image of you. I don't see much yeah. depth on a flat screen. So, when you're in VR, it takes everything and put adds depth to it you can look at something mm. and you can feel the size of it so driving in the mm. first leg of the world race and looking up at the loop there it felt as big as when i was standing in chicago looking up at the sears tower wow like looking yeah, at wow. you're like you're looking you're like that's tall and so like you're driving yeah. it and like you look up and you're like dude this loop is huge like yeah. it was it's all of it felt insane playing it in the games and mm. it was such a cool experience and that's really what i've i've wanted to find a way for a long time now to be able to tie highway 35 or accelerators content into my into my stuff and i couldn't do it with storm garage like it felt weird like it yeah. just didn't tie in in anything and for this for the longest time it felt weird and I tried doing the VR stuff in the beginning days uh, for Accelerators, mm -hmm. but there just there was no cars that had a see-through window. Yeah, or there wasn't enough at the time. Yeah. Yeah, and so I couldn't I couldn't play anything. And then luckily there was a few cars that had a see-through window when when we went to go look at stuff. And I was like, all right, I'm setting this up. We're doing this. Mm -hmm. um, and same for with Roblox with uh, with Project Nitrox Two had really good interiors in the cars, and it was set up really good for yeah. vr it worked really good for vr surprisingly um and so it just kind of took off from there i'm like if i'm gonna play this i'm like dang it like i'm gonna put some of my childhood into this channel let's, let's yeah. do it for fun yeah man uh one of the things that i i was remembering talking with jeff is when when you're you know we we um we put ourselves in these vehicles when we're driving them around with, with like a Dior two or something. Oh no, where did I put it? it? It doesn't matter. But we put ourselves as the person in the vehicle of the little car. And with that same mentality, it's like, you're, you're literally able to be in that little car. Finally, you're actually able to look up at the track and say, well, that's really big. Um, it reminds me of these, these hot wheels tracks that we're getting now with huge loops and stuff. And I'm going, whoa that's insane looking this is literally like the same scale as in the movie and if i actually had a car i could put it on here and think i could make a track a hot wheels track that looks like in the movie and with you it's literally you're in vr you're literally in the car looking up at the track as the little car this is amazing what the heck's going on <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it's it's a wild experience and i'm and i'm hoping more and more people can get vr to experience that type of thing and really just get to it's the ultimate dream. It's the ultimate dream to be able to mm -hmm. live exactly what those drivers felt in that, even albeit, you know, yeah. just a cartoon that we watched, an animation, and you're like, oh, yeah, like, you know, they look up and they see all oh, the dinosaur, you know, Kadeem sees yeah. dinosaur, oh, greatest, you know, greatest challenge like that, or not the greatest challenge, but greatest danger. You look at it and you're like, whoa, but then you look up and you see the dinosaur in your car and you're like, yeah. whoa, whoa, dude, <laughs> that is huge. Yeah, it, it, it does remind me of just how um, good those movies were, even with, with their budget and how, I guess, how it makes you feel as a kid watching animation. I feel like Hot Wheels animation is so good at that time. And even, even Speed Racer had a great live action movie. And with those type of things, it's like, I would love to see a mix of that with live action and 
and Hot Wheels and stuff, but I don't I don't know what that's gonna be looking like. I really uh, think let's it, move. I, <laughs> or, or actually, yeah, you can answer to that. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I, I was gonna, I, I really think it was it wasn't so much the animation that really tied us in with that as it was like it felt like it was a great story that was like mm-hmm. when you tell it about humans in something that could be plausibly real because they're in the real world traveling through a portal to another world is kind of cool whereas like the new hot wheels thing where they have uh um i don't know what it's called um but with the with the kids where they're driving the cars in the real world with the with the orange tracks going in the real world and stuff like that oh team hot wheels yeah team hot wheels like like it's so overly fake that you're kind of like yeah it's it's cool for kids but at that time you know seeing highway 35 you're like that in an off scented part of your head like mm-hmm. oh that could be real it's another yes world. yes it could be real that's it that could be real because it's another world it could yeah. be real because they come back to the yeah. real world experience the real world problems kadeem mm-hmm. with his real people experiencing those yeah. real problems yeah. a bad guy actually getting paid money and the bad guy you know wants mm. to feel good because the bad guy doesn't want to be doing these bad things anymore you know yeah. the, the underdog kid who comes in and goes, you know what? I can do this. I, and then and then mm-hmm. learns from, you know, his self-righteous mistakes type of thing. Yeah, it's just yeah. such a, such good storylines that they need to bring those stories into current animations that mm-hmm. Hot Wheels does. And that will draw people back in. And I think maybe yeah, Spy wow. Racers did that because I watched some trailers recently. Spy Racers seems kind of good in that way. I didn't really yeah. watch it that much. Battle Force 5 seems like it did that story-wise as well. Yeah. Um, I, so- I do have some fans. I mean, um, I was going to say, I do have a friend that started watching Battle Force 5. And he's like, bro, you missed out. Battle Force 5 is actually really good. And I'm like, is it? I, I remember watching it as a kid and I didn't like it. And he's like, no, bro, it's actually good. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely have to check out Battle Force 5 finally at some point here. Yeah. Um, let's let's move on. I, I love that answer. Um, but I wanted to ask more about your VR stuff because you are the VR guy. um why why do you think vr is so appealing to to many people more and more and especially because of prices going down on it like why do you think that is nice so vr until and everybody knocks vr because either the a they've never experienced it and you think it's a screen Mm -hmm. just strapped to your face when it's far more or b you've Mm -hmm. experienced one of those little tiny phone VR headsets that you buy for ten, twenty dollars, and slide your phone in and download a roller coaster from the app store, and you think that that's VR. Whereas I've done that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> People hear VR and they go, "Oh, well, that's kind of cool. I'll go to another world." But they try that out and they go, "That's what VR is." No thanks. Like it, yeah. it's 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 a really dumb way, and that's uh, and when you when you find yourself going in with a new headset like like something like this, you have touch controllers they're called and basically it senses each one of your fingers moving so looking down in this headset sensing depth of your body of a hand and seeing fingers move in a virtual world and you look up and you see fireworks going across the sky you see jellyfish floating here and you're like whoa like you can sense the depth and it feels like you're in another world but you're you know Mm -hmm. you're standing in in your own place and being able to fully interact in a game like, okay, Call of Duty, cool. I press a button, I do all the reloading. No, VR, you go pop, you pop your mag out, you grab a mag, you yeah. pack in, slide it, and then you have to actually hold your hands up. So mm. in VR, it takes real physical skill of your real self to be good at a game. Instead of mm-hmm. your dexterity of pushing a button, no, you got to be good at moving your hands and moving your body. Mm. And it really immerses yourself in those situations being able to reach out and grab a can and be like yeah look i got a soda can pop it and then you dump it in front of you yeah like all those little things it's so textile uh that reminds me of why i love nerf so much is that in nerf you literally do that you you cock it back you take the mag out you put the mag back in and you cock it in and it just feels so good even now as as like an adult it's just a fun mechanic with nerf guns exactly and it makes you feel a part of a gun and it, and it just is, is a fun gameplay loop in a way yeah and, and you can do and you can do that and the stuff without having to worry about getting in trouble you know because obviously you can go out to the area and load a, a real gun and stuff like that but yeah. then you know obviously you can't do stuff that you can do in a fantasy world 
and make it feel like you're actually there until virtual reality. And virtual reality was so expensive in the beginning. You know, you needed a minimum yeah. of $1,200 PC and VR headsets at that time were $500 for the cheapest intro- introductory headset. And you needed that mm. PC. Now you have mm-hmm. a full standalone all-in-one headset that's back there little headset comes in <laughs> and you can use it a as a tv monitor like a full depth mm-hmm. like you can sit in a movie theater with a screen that's 170 inches wide watch movies on it anytime you want and it looks just as crisp as like almost almost as crisp as like a 4k tv uh, and you wow. can do it with all your friends i did not know that yeah, yeah. and you could do all this stuff uh, you play games you can set your controllers down away from it and if you want to sit back and watch netflix you put on the headset you use just your fingers and it tracks your fingers and you go like this and you can mm. make screens bigger smaller watch tv browse the internet with your fingers all for 300 bucks it's 300 dollars, and you're fully into vr wow. yeah that is cool though and that that does um get me to say it's like what is it like being in the VR community space in its infancy when it's like, like it's like just born. I mean, of course it's been around for years, but it's like right now it's definitely gaining more traction. I've been talking to, um, to kids that are now like, Oh man, I just got my Oculus too. And it's so awesome. Or I got the new piece, uh, PS4 VR or the PS5 VR stuff that's coming out. It's like this, this is becoming more mainstream now. And yeah. it's not just a niche community like Hot Wheels is. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been crazy to see it grow over the years. And I guess that's probably why when I first started with it, like I didn't pick it up and do much with it because it was so niche. In 2016, you had mm-hmm. maybe 20 good games in existence for it. And you're like, yeah. it was cool. There was some social experiences. It's cool. But now there's like so many games and there's so many options for literally anybody not even gaming vr Mm. isn't for gaming anymore you could do full meditation you want to just sit and relax and go to yellowstone and you want to sit in yellowstone national park (laughs) sit there you want to go sit uh on on top of lady the statue of liberty go sit on the statue of liberty you want to you want to go watch movies watch movies you want to play games play games you can do anything in the world the world of virtual reality and Mm. i know especially in the area of uh of churches and, and things like that like like there's a lot of people that I know that I have in my community that I'll go to on Sunday. They'll go to churches in VR and sit through different areas because they can't because they can't actually go physically to a church. Like oh, wow. if they're if they're like disabled or if yeah. like they can't drive or something, so they go sit in these in these church sessions in VR. And it's just it's so That's cool for so everybody. Cool. Wow. Like everybody yeah. in all aspects of life, virtual reality I think is going to benefit as long as you know the difference between reality and virtual reality and you don't let Ooh, yeah. virtual reality take over your life mm. as reality type of that's thing. that's a good point i was just thinking um the dangers of virtual reality is that people begin to think that they themselves are their virtual selves and not what's yeah you know physical it's like you know this is this is real right here and that it's definitely fun and it's cool and it's also really immersive and it can help a lot of things but it's just like any technology right it's any technology i mean i mean we get lost in our phones or something instead of talking to people it's it's the same thing it's there's always this um i guess moral obligation to maybe not even moral it's just literally know know your limits know yeah. the limits of where you should go with something and be responsible about it because technology is always going to keep moving and it'll always help It'll always be for for good stuff, but the as long as it's used right, people, yeah, if it's used right, uh, and hopefully we don't see too much going on where people like what like the Matrix, like we don't want people going into the Matrix and living in the Matrix, guys. <laughs> you you have there is so many people already like that though. There's a lot of people who are lost as themselves or don't know who they are as individuals. Mm-hmm. And, you know, identity loss or, or um, you know, personification issues where you'll go into mm-hmm. virtual reality, choose an avatar that you like in something like VR chat and you look at the yeah. body and you look in. There's a lot of things people you'll hear jokes as you get into the community about mirrors in VR chat. And a lot of people like to mm. go ahead and they'll pick an avatar and they'll sit in front of a mirror with other people and they'll chat with them. But they kind of like move their bodies in front of the mirror so that they get a personal image of themselves that they like. Instead of mm. looking in the mirror at them real selves and going like, wow, wow. like I look terrible. Like I hate mm. the way that I look. And so they yeah. like their virtual self more, which in no, still knowing the difference between it and being able to go on with your daily life. I understand there because some people are able to find themselves are super shy in real life. 
and they go into oh, VR yeah. and they're able to talk and communicate with people as their particular avatar and they gain that self-confidence and they can leave VR and take that self-confidence with mm. them into the real yeah. life. And so there, there's there's a lot of good and bad stuff that come along. Yeah, with and you know reality. that that actually goes into me personally as um, a cosplayer, Vert Wheeler. I think at the very beginning, I was super shy uh, cosplaying and I was like, you know, I don't know if people are really going to care. Um, and it's like, I, I was just doing it cause it was fun. Like I just liked star Lord, for example. So I did a star Lord cosplay and I just go and just have fun with it. And, and it was fun cause you get to bring smile to people. Like if you, if you like have a good cosplay, people are happy and stuff. And that's what I wanted to do with vert. And I think the, the first time I wore his cosplay, uh, at, I think it was the hot Wheels legends tour. It's actually the second time it was the first hot Wheels legends tour. And no okay. one knew who I was. So I wasn't really bringing joy to anyone. <laughs> no one knew who I was. And, and I was just sort of just this lost looking, uh, what, what do you call it? Backstreet boy uh, in the middle of a Hot Wheels Legends tour. And I was just like, uh, you know, I feel like nobody actually cares maybe. And I should just not do this. But I'm, I'm glad that I started doing YouTube content because it gained that. I started to gain that confidence with talking to people. And then I can take that and like actually interact with people at hot wheels legends tour and like share something that i love and that's just sort of what i like about it it's like um it's it is a confidence booster but it's also important to know the separation and, and i really like that analogy you brought oh man yeah <laughs> do you have anything else <laughs> that you um, wanted on that topic <laughs> that's a big topic I, I didn't expect to go into that actually I'm not sure. I, I'm just, I just hope everybody can get a chance to experience virtual reality and, you know, don't, don't go ahead and pick up something that's not a true, an Oculus Quest is going to be your best bet. It's $300. It may sound mm. like a lot, but if you got a Nintendo Switch, if you got a PS4, it's not out of it's your like reality. A it's a console. It's not out of your yeah. reality. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things you can try it out. If you get it from Best Buy and you don't like it, you can return it. It's one of those yeah. things. And there's a lot of people who put it down and they'll get, motion sickness and stuff like that mm -hmm. and it's one of those things if you get motion sickness just take it off for a little bit try again another day don't don't dismiss it because you get motion sick because people do i was tear i got motion sick at yeah. first and you know some of the biggest vr youtubers out there were vomiting from their first times because uh, they went they got thrown uh, in uh they got thrown into crazy experiences without yeah building their vr wow. legs type of thing so mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta approach it don't go i want to play attack on titan vr as soon as i get a vr headset no you're gonna <laughs> no, you're no, gonna no, no, no. you're gonna that's a terrible <laughs> idea you're gonna fall over in real life and smack your face against a wall don't do that <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny um i wanted to ask you since since vr uh car stuff has been going really big where, where you're actually driving in the car like in hot wheels and stuff do you think that's going to start replacing uh racing sim setups you know what i mean like with the uh big tvs and then they've got the nice chair and they're like got the stick and everything do you think we're gonna start seeing vr setups like that for racing simulators so we have a lot of people who have actually taken the plunge and tried it out will get for for racing sims they'll get this particular headset this is the pimax oh. akx and it's a super wide field of, <laughs> it's a super wide field of view headset so you get a super big the, the depth it, it allows you in when you're doing racing sims and you have a flat screen you can't mm -hmm. tell when you're whenever you're racing and you're trying to hit true apexes you have to dip your tires you have to dip your rear end and mm -hmm. dip your front end coming into corners so dipping your front end on a flat screen is hard to do because you don't really know where your tire is in vr you get mm. that depth of where your tire is and you can yeah. dip it check your mirror by moving your headset and dip your rear end so you can go like that wow. real quick yeah. And it's a lot more immersive. And those who have went to VR headsets won't go back to flat screen. Like once you go wow. into a VR headset for a racing sim, like when I play mm -hmm. a set of Corsa or other things like that in a VR sim, I'm like, I will never touch this on my monitor. Like there's no, wow. if it works good in VR, I won't touch a flat screen. There's literally does it, does zero it, point. <laughs> I was going to ask, does it work for Forza and for Gran Turismo as well? Does that support VR yet? Gran Turismo, uh, Gran Turismo on the PlayStation does support VR. Some of them, not the newest one for some reason. I don't know why. 
But uh, the other ones, there's Gran Turismo Sport VR specifically for it. There is some mm. Drive Club VR. Um, but Forza doesn't have any VR support yet. No clue why. Mm. F1, the new F1 game, just got announced, and it's a big deal in the VR community that it will have VR support here coming oh, out. Wow. The full new F1 2022 game will have yeah. VR support coming out. And, you know, Microsoft Flight Simulator has VR support. So mm-hmm. uh, training pilots and, you know, pilots for the military and everything like that, that's now VR has gotten so advanced in different headsets that that is all you need for training. You don't need to go and fly a real plane anymore. Oh, wow. If you fly in the VR headset in a, in a motion rig yeah and like you're a qualified simulator yeah wow in, in, in a simulator you're instantly it's qualified that realistic though, it's that realistic in terms of you like go, the feeling yeah you'll just go go hop in a, in a plane and you take right off and i mean i've done the same thing racing in the in the winters i would train for my autocross in my vr headset mm. and driving and i as soon as i got out in my actual miata i was better wow that's interesting. I was actually going to ask, do you think it's going to start uh, replacing some of the training for like NASCAR and F1 where they're going to start doing uh, VR training for these games like in um, what is what is NASCAR? Is it's uh, they, they have NASCAR what heat. Is simulator? They, Nasca- but it's not, oh, NASCAR heat. NASCAR heat. I don't know if that's their simulator. I'm not sure what is I was their thinking actual... of the one that they have where they actually race um, during during the thing that shall not be named. They, they had virtual races. And it was in, I think, I know I have people in the community that still play it. Oh, oh iRacing? Oh, iRacing. 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 That's iRacing. Yeah, iRacing has replaced a lot of stuff. And because iRacing, literally, you pay a subscription. And every time you race online, it's only against real people. So you pit into it and you oh. play. You're playing against other people online. And you have to actually win mm-hmm. a certain amount of ranks to get leveled up in actual championships. If you get good enough... There's real prize money, everything for it. Mm, so it's wow. It, it takes your real skill, applies it into a game, and you're paying for that subscription because that subscription gets transferred into a pool for prize money for people to uh, actually race for type of I thing. Um, so is it VR supported though? Because iRacing, if you play iRacing, you only do VR, pretty much. Really? iRacing is 90% VR. I I don't even know if it is flat screen. It might be flat screen. I was going to say, w- when um, they did it for NASCAR, they had flat screen setups. Okay. Like they, had a, they had a whole um, building. I remember Dale Jr. was in one, and he was like smoking people in, in this, like on a digital setting. He's like still smoking all these new drivers. I was like my boy dale jr <laughs> okay then yeah yeah then it definitely then it definitely is flat screen because i i just every time i've seen something about iRacing, racing it's been in vr and it's okay and it's really great it's really it's really great seeing all that stuff work out like that because it does mm-hmm. it does work so well it's really cool being able to like even i play one called chatuku expressway on the set of course game and it's all it's like a 300 kilometer map of japan and you could be racing with R thirty fours, and you look you look over at the Ooh. other driver. There, there you you go, bang! You drop a gear. You're a character in the game. The hand reaches down to the shifter, drops a gear. You go, pop, 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 pop! You're popping flames, <laughs> and out of the corner of your eyes, you see the orange in the tunnel light up from you popping oh, your flames wow. type of thing. Yeah. And then you take off, and you're all racing on the highway. And when you want to mm. back up into a spot, you take your hand in your real chair. You pop it in reverse and like you you steer and like actually you look, actually look backwards. You actually wow. like look back to back that's, yourself. That's up. cool. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That I was gonna say that's now the new Midnight Club. Midnight Club's gonna die. It's all gonna be called the VR Midnight Club, and everyone's gonna, <laughs> the I, only way to get away from the cops is doing in <laughs> VR. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. Uh, I I hope I hope so. I hope we get something like something really cool like 2005 Most Wanted or Midnight Club or something that we oh, could play yeah. in VR would be so yeah. much fun. I love Midnight Club. A Midnight Club. I know they said something that Midnight Club's coming back, and Midnight I was Club like, yeah. "Are you sure? Rockstar's over here making bank on GTA. Are they really gonna do another Midnight Club?" As much as I really want one, I don't know if I believe the rumor. What do you think? <laughs> I think they will because they haven't had a dedicated driving game in a long time, and they really mm. have that fan base for a lot of dedicated driving games that people don't want to necessarily go out you know gta is cool and all but it's not it doesn't have the same the cars feel different it's not the same yeah, arcade it's thing. not midnight club it's not yeah. midnight club midnight club has a real unique arcadey feeling to it that feels like you're going mm-hmm. 
to an arcade or playing those machines in the front of Walmart or whatever yeah. that like is that and and you pl- have that at home and you're playing that it's a completely different feeling than GTA GTA's got some weight to it you roll your car you blow up you're not gonna yeah. blow up in Midnight Club all the time you can roll your car and make it dented and start exploding yeah. things like that but it's a completely different thing not until you hit the gas station. Once you hit the gas station, oh, then yeah. you're dead. That's my favorite thing. Midnight Club 2 being like, gas station time, kaboom. <laughs> I remember that. It's like, oh, I'm losing the race? All right, boom. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, that's so good. All right. Um, I don't know if there's much else to talk about. Do you have anything else that you have in store for people? What do, what do you got going on? Um... I'm not sure too much. I, you know, I'm just going to keep going forward with as much VR content as I can. You know, I've, I Mm -hmm. wanted to, as far as Hot Wheels and stuff goes, I want to do the rest of the distance maps with you once we, uh, once I can get some more cars that I can drive in VR properly that has interiors Uh, to the cars. So it feels more like I'm actually in a car instead of like I'm in a die cast car, which is how Mm -hmm. I raced before, which is still kind of cool, but it'd be cool to feel like you're in an actual car type of thing. But, um, Apart from that, I'm probably not going to be doing much Hot Wheels content in general. You know, my channel is focused on VR unless we get some really mm-hmm. cool stuff for a set of Corsa or Project mm-hmm. Cars or something like that with Hot Wheels in it. That's probably the yeah. only time you're going to see more Hot Wheels content from my channel, you know, besides nah. anything that ties in for VR that's new. I'll probably try it out and put it on my channel. But other mm-hmm. than that, probably, probably not going to see it much okay. on my channel. Okay. Well, you always will see it because he's wearing the shirts and that's what counts. And (laughs) (laughs) all right. It's Uh, good merch. It's good merch. It's good merch. I'm telling you, JC squared, search it. Red bubble. Boom. Boom. Kurt Wilds. It's better than Kurt Wilds time. (laughs) Um, You can uh, check out Z where, where can they check you out? Um, On YouTube and Twitch is where I'm most, I mean, Honestly, everywhere now. YouTube and Twitch is, is the primary things where you're going to be getting content. I got my Discord, yeah. the Stormy Oasis. We got Twitter, Z-Storm Games. I almost hit 1,000 followers on every single platform now. Um, so Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. TikTok, I've been doing a lot of stuff. Uh, Facebook. on uh, Everything you can think of. I'm on MySpace. I have Z-Storm Games VR on MySpace. <laughs> so if you want to you you go check it out on MySpace, <laughs> you can check it out and link with me on MySpace too, baby. Oh, man. All right. Well, there you go. And as for me, you can find me on all of these sorts of platforms as well. I'm on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and of course, YouTube. And if you like this podcast, give it five stars, Apple Podcasts or uh, Spotify Podcasts. And if you want to support the channel, you can go to redbubble.com, as we've been saying, and search JC Squared or direct link is jclegoman10302.redbubble.com. If you want to also support the channel, you can hit the join button down below. Hit that join button. And those that get joined get their name shouted out at the end of the podcast episode and more exclusive benefits. For more information, check out the join button right by the subscribe button, which you should have already been. Uh, so thank you to Z Storm Games, who's on right now. Whoa, crazy. Roto who's the dra- that kid? <laughs> <laughs> Roto the Dragon uh al seg and ratchet rpg 01 big ups to you guys and with that i want to say thank you so much for coming on z this has been great thanks for having me buddy (laughs) yeah i appreciate you (laughs) the last words are i appreciate you all right that's a that's what we're gonna say peace guys this has been the squared corner podcast music composed by steve rocket Video and audio recording by Riverside.fm. Video and audio editing by JC Square. Logo art by Miguel Martinez. And lastly, supported by you, the viewer. Thank you.